the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Good evening, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 334 of the Heart of LSU podcast. That's right. We're calling this one a great start for a very obvious reason as we kick things off for a new season in style against our old nemesis, the Seattle Sounders. Of course, this did break a record, right? Seven in a row at home. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Gotta say. Of course, we can't get into this thing properly unless we bring our boys on tonight. We've got Bam. We've got Tony in the mix. Araceli is in New York putting in hard work. Um, again, nothing but love for Araceli. We can't wait to have her back on the air again. Bam, how are you doing today? I'm good. The league's back. The season's back. So we're ready to rock and roll. You know, we do what we do and win the first game of the season. But we get into that a bit later on. Yeah, we're gonna cover we're gonna cover the match with Seattle. We're gonna cover RSL, a day match. What an early one. Yeah, it's on. We're gonna cover that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the league as well and the replacement referees a bit. Uh, we're definitely gonna cover everything you guys want to talk about. So definitely leave your comments as soon as you can. Um, get them up there. We will definitely list them and get going. Probably midpoint of the show, I'd say, uh, to hear you guys out. Because if there isn't reactions after this one, I'm not sure. If you got a pulse, uh, this one was good. This one was real good. So uh, let's get right into it. So LAC plays Seattle 2-1 victory day game again. What's the day games? Yeah, I know. 1.30 kickoff. It was a little bit warm. You can ask Tony up in the Capo stand. It was super warm. Uh, of course, goals by Tillman, Bogus, the other side. Well, the new guy. We'll get deeper into it. Of course, lineups were interesting for this one. We went, of course, with our 4-3-3. They had some injuries, so they had to switch things up and went this time with a 4-4-2. I know. What? What are you doing, Seattle? Breaking the rules after, what, 20 freaking years or something? Uh, but that's what happened. Uh, goalkeeper was a change. They had Andrews in net. Cardoso and uh, Reagan were their center backs. We had Roldan and Tolo as their outside backs. No shock there. Atencio and Vargas held it down in the middle with uh rolled on on the other side and uh leo chu uh, up top was Rui diaz and morris yeah an interesting interesting setup of course important subs for them later in the game that we will cover because it was did have a dynamic change for them what did we do shocker shocker most of it we knew it was going to be right mario and long were in the back campos hauling said we're outside backs uh larice Goalkeeper Sanchez, Tillman, Atuesta. So Atuesta did get the start for this game for very important reasons, though, because you had Olvera on the right, Bong on the left. Your center forward for the day, Mateus Bogush, which there was a rumor about that, and it turned out to be true uh, that Bogush was going to be the starter for this game. Um, yeah. Paying dividends pretty pretty well, I gotta say, and we'll, we'll cover that. So, I'm gonna go to you, Tony. By the way, Tony, how are you doing after all that time in the Capo stand? Doing pretty well. A little sunburn, a little dehydrated. I think I drink more water than I usually do in a day. So, uh, good on hydration, but bad just overall. That heat creeped up on us. Not gonna lie, because in the morning it was really cold, and then just that heat just hit us really hard. So, yeah, it was a fun game. So I'm glad, but. Uh, I'm glad to go move forward and 
try to let's talk about this game because it was a fun one the new systems that we mm -hmm. had in involved so without a doubt so what were our highlights and lowlights for this thing the highlight low light i guess would be bowanga hitting the crossbar the whole game but for the first half he was like <laughs> yeah it was uh it was it was him pretty much playing crossbar the crossbar game the whole time with a lot of chances but with that being said it was more of um us attacking at full front because we usually old lafc um even when vela was in his prime was very like very slow up in the in the third part of the the field now it's more of a go 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 uh shout out to also the newest player omar bravo which fit in perfectly in the left back position or oh, campos 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 sorry so sorry yeah. campos omar, omar bravo is a former chivas usa player my apologies uh omar campos uh oh wait it was yeah from wait chivas i don't think it just no. say chivas usa i think i was thinking, okay, yeah guadalajara man yeah, I was like, wait, wait, hold on. I don't think he played for that side. But, well, most he was played. But anyways, off topic. So, <laughs> um, so he fit in perfectly in that one. Didn't We didn't skip a beat missing on the left-hand side. But overall, there's a lot of moving forward crazy craziness. They didn't, I thought we were going to go nail-nail into the half. But until the man I just mentioned, Hovum brought Omar Campos uh, with a nice cross with Almost with Dini getting the goal, but he kind of ducked or it kind of went over him and f felt perfectly <laughs> to the moment. And he slotted it in really well. And we go into the half one nil. Yeah, the communication there was was outstanding. When Tillman's like, do not, right? And, and, and yeah, Wonga was perfect on the play, just let it go. And everyone was focused on him, right? Why wouldn't they be? Uh, and just kind of shuttled that ball into the net. Uh, I got to say, Campos throughout this entire game, and I'll just throw it out there, is 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 the solution. Um, <laughs> there's no doubt he's he's naturally there, uh, doing the work, doing the hard work. There were some defensive plays that were critical from him. Uh, putting those guys in fits at times, it was good to see. Really good to see. Very efficient player. Uh, we got lucky again, or we scouted well again, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 he looked the part uh but yeah getting the assist absolutely awesome um 45 minutes well we left it late right in that first half to finally get something going yeah well it was coming we already knew, we already knew it was coming with all the opportunities that were going in especially like i said the third the final third it was a lot faster it was all right we see people moving the ball faster we we're trying to look for the cross. We're trying to get it in and we're shooting as well from outside. So it was nice to see that because again, most of the time it's always been like, all right, we get there and we stall for a second, let their defense set up unless Buanga's on the run and Oravella in his prime had like the opportunity, you know, the shot outside with his left foot going in and that's how we would score most of our goals. But now it seems like, it's faster pace you know they have to keep up with us on all ends midfield as well again atuesta didn't even know he was gone until like it was nice to see him and he felt like he never left us you know what i mean picked up right where he left off coming back from stepped in natural uh honestly mm -hmm. uh, what his role is right he's very efficient in what he does uh makes it look a little bit easier than it should be at times right mm -hmm. uh yeah effortless almost 
uh, it was it was nice to see him back, and and he fits he fits the system. He knows the system. He's not shocked by what we do here. Uh, he knows the approach. I will say, death by transition seems to be our our new mantra. Um, that if you if you really want to press up against us, we're we're going to beat you up for it. Uh, and that's what we saw. Uh, quick into it. I think the only part of all might have been Ilya Sanchez's haircut, but that would be about it. We'll let that go. <laughs> I, I'm still trying. <laughs> what? You're gonna get sunburns like in lines, man. I'm just saying. Um, Tillman, I think, was struggling in that first half until he had his moment. Um, mm-hmm. And then at that point, it looked like he kind of it let the edge off for him uh, to be more effective. So first half wise, like I said, it, it looked like he was laboring a little bit, forcing some things, but nothing cures than anything like a, like a well-placed goal. So, yeah, all good there. Uh, impressions of the first half, ma'am? Um, for me, you know, coming back from a bit of after last year's final, seeing us get back on the horse, get back into winning ways and playing as a team in a different style so quickly it was good. The new players, Campos and all that, first half, stepped up, showed them what they're doing. Um, Lloris in goal had some amazing stops in that first half. You know, It shows you, yes, we've lost two great keepers, but we've got another great keeper in. So... Looking you traded to great for happens. world class, right? I mean, that's oh, what you did. You did trade up. Yeah. 100%. And a, a big surprise for me was seeing a, a Twister start. I thought maybe he might come on as a sub, but seeing him start and seeing him get back into, as Tony said, he never left. Fitted no, straight in. It was the quality is there. He is who he is. Um, and we'll get into Bogus in a few seconds here because, yeah, it took us 45 minutes to finally get the goal in a game that we were definitely owning. But we didn't have to wait much longer in the second half to get it right. So, uh, Tony, I'll throw it back to you. Second half, uh, highlights and lowlights. Uh, the highlight is we get not even 10 minutes into uh, the half is uh, the goal of the week. LeBron, shut up. Yeah. Uh, the goal of the week with uh, Bogus assisted by uh, Buanga, which it was a nice, you know, outside the box curler, just slotted in really well and, you know, Again, it came back to the quick transition, the movement of more creative play, I think is the best way to say that because it's like I feel like now they have more room to be more active, to move around, to do what they want and be, you know, not just be like, we have to do this, this and this. It's all right. If you have the shot, take it. And that's what he did. Um, Yeah. You know, we had one guy that would kill us for the left foot. Right. Now we mm -hmm. got the guy on the right foot. That's our switch off, right? Now we now we do our tax from that side and and, and you, you get hung on that side. It's it's Tolo's happy, right? Tolo's happy against us and deal with Vela, but I got the bogus to deal with, man. And if that's what we're gonna get from this guy every week, which is, is a hard ask because it was a great game by him. Uh dude, not bad, not bad. And honestly, you could you place it any better? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, it hit so well that it didn't even spring, it just went boom. It just died in that corner. Like, well, it, what is it? it? Could have been it, placed a second, it was in. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because it could have been placed a little bit better. Let's let's be honest. But, and I mean that as more of like just hit the net and just hit the corner. But had to hit both the crossbar and the and the ball and then the pull and then it, it goes in. You know what I mean? Like it was already in at that point. But it was like let me hit both sides, like the bottom, the top, and the bottom, and then like and go in. You know what I mean? Well, it hit that weird stanchion that hangs off the, the goal. 
Yeah. Like the quick goals are th- this version of the goal that we're using this season has a really weird play off the back to hold the net out to the point where if you do hit him in the upper corner, you're going to hit metal. Like it's just, mm-hmm. you are. There's a way to, it's designed, but dude, it was pretty. It's just so, so pretty. He earned it. He earned the goal of the week. I, you know, we watched all the highlights from the league this week and there, there's no question that was mm-hmm. the best. It was clearly the best. Let's hope for more. That's for <laughs> certain. And keep doing that one. Boy, it's going to be beautiful. Um, all right. So, of course, not all things were perfect. Not all things were golden. Um, we did have one moment that was a little rough, of course. Questionable, too. Uh, we'll talk about that, of course. Of course, Tony. Let's get into the controversial moment in the 73rd minute. Um, before we get into that controversial moment, there was some substitutes on their end. Um, in the 58th minute, uh, the Moose came back, coming in for Rui Diaz. Uh, Cody Baker came in for Roldan, and then... A couple minutes later, we had a uh, Leo Chu come out, and Vega came in, and as well as Nathan came out as well, and the uh, Javier Herrera, I think that's how you say the name, yep. came in as well. And um, then the seventy-second minute, that's when it all happened. Where, well, that's when he got the card. But in that transition, in transition, why he got that yellow card was there was a play on the box. Um, could it could have gone bump both ways in the in the moment? It didn't seem like he clipped him. You know, he just a soft touch in the box, and you know goes in. The weird part about it was in that same transition, we almost had a goal, and that could have been taken away because VAR called it back. Fortunately, there was no controversy on that. But um, Vega puts away. You know, Vega the new the new star, the one they paid couple millions for said this is your opportunity let's see what you got against of course our new goalkeeper in Loris. um he went right uh mega went left and go to one and pretty much that was said and done well we had some substitutes of course uh palencia showed up for oliveria you can tell that we were going more defensive atuesa came out as well for and ordaz came in Tillman decided to get a yellow card just to, you know, keep, you know, get us, get himself a little thing. And then, of course, in the 93rd plus minute, we saw the return of Eddie Segura coming in for Ryan Holland's Ed. So, and that was it. Six minutes of extra time. Uh, I like our new style of play, especially with, uh, you can tell with uh, Lloris, how he plays and the proper world-class keeper that we have. And mind you, it was a bargain. I know. Shout out to Max uh, for everything that he's done. Family friendly for right now. F you, McCarthy. I don't care if you're chasing the bag. F you. Don't go. Don't do that. But thank you for the ring. And still F off. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll throw it to you, Bam. Impressions on the match. Um, great way. As I said, great start of the season. You know, the new players so greatly um watching the replay yeah it was a penalty there is contact and when, when there's contact that's where it is um i'm gonna say something here too for replacement refs so far they've been quite good i would take that same ref again later on in the season you know he's, he's still young trying to find inf- information on him it's hard like i found that he was some refereeing some of the christian college league and all that doing some research on him, but you know what? As a replacement ref, 
Yes, he took a little bit longer on the VAR, but I'd rather that. Um, he let a lot of stuff go. It wasn't very whistle-friendly. So for me, he gets a tick in my book. Um, but yeah, going into it, seeing um, players come back, Eddie Segura back on the pitch, plenty to come off, um, or Daz go out there as well. New system. Let's see how it goes week two. And let's see if we can keep the ball rolling. That's the plan. I will say this. Why I called it controversial. <clears throat> He's reviewing it for five years over there. Forever and ever. I don't know what's going on. And while he's reviewing it, they announce on the board that a penalty was called. He's still looking at the TV and the board is saying decision penalty. So I, I wonder with these replacement refs, is the call coming from New York or is the call coming from the field? It feels like he was told, hey, it's a penalty. But maybe you want to decide on the cards. It comes off that way. And then he goes yeah. back again. It, it it was really, yeah. really weird. And it, it happened in multiple games where, man, it seems like when it goes to VAR, you know the decision is going to be made by, by the guy upstairs, not the guy on the field. Because, well, you're new at this, and I know a little better than you. I'm getting the impression. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you you could be completely agree right at the same time. Like, I didn't know they had put up on the board already because all I'm seeing is him sitting around the VAR. Yeah. VAR and all that. But if you take away that bit, that VAR, the five minutes VAR, like as I was saying on the broadcast, yes, it's taking a long time, but for replacement refs, you want them to do that. You you know, you yeah. take the extra, extra bit of time on there. But take away that too. He let the game flow quite quite a lot. He let the game play out how it was. And you don't get that with a lot of the MLS pro referees. So for me, no. looking, at, looking at that, if as long as he keeps doing that, hopefully he can end up getting a spot on pro referees because he did seem like a fairly decent referee. That I think is probably the most impressive thing that, that I've noticed throughout the entire league this week. Yes, they make mistakes, right? There, there are flaws, right? But it doesn't come off like they're dictating the flow of the game, which pro referees tend to do a lot. Like, there seems to be in this league some preferences i didn't get that vibe I, both sides had complaints and i've watched all the games in the league from what i could and it was like both sides are kind of jawing but it wasn't like one side's just totally getting the calls it didn't come off like that and with the pro refs i'm i'm not crazy i know this but we we see it and it looks like there's a there's a finger on the scale a lot that's the vibe i get that doesn't exist quite yet maybe they're just too new who knows, Tony? Um, I do have to mention something, and I forgot to. And it's a very important one, and I notice it um, from just watching our game. And I need to watch the other guns to see how well they was executed. The new rules, if you noticed, of when a player falls down and is down for a while, you have to bring the medical staff. Up. So I don't know if it was shown on the broadcast again uh, after we watched the full game, just that, but from from being at the stadium and watching the fouls in front of us, how quick it was. Oh, I'm down. Okay. We're going to go. No, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's, I do like this new system because now it's forcing <laughs> players to no longer fake and try to waste time because now they're like, wait, if I'm down and they, cause they realize, Oh, I'm going to be gone for a minute or two. I think I forgot what the actual ruling was, but it's a good amount where it's going to be costing them 
a player and that could cost them a goal. But it was very nice to see that. It was very nice to see that once they realized what they're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna waste time to get my players a break. But then realizing the new rules that are in place for this situation, how quick they were like, no, 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 I'm okay, I'm okay, and gets back up quickly. Especially the faking of the head injury, and that was hilarious from the Seattle player because he goes down, he's holding his like head, mm-hmm. and the minute he realizes what's gonna happen, he goes, Oh, it's my shoulder. And I thought it was classic. Don't don't mm-hmm. check me. Don't ch- I'm good. It was my shoulder. It was the funniest moment because you realize, oh, he now remembers the rules. Well, she dude, come on, man. Like, I probably should have been a yellow cards for simulation if you're faking an injury, right? But hey, he still had to walk off, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. I the games that this is a positive effect on the game that this new rule, uh, it will keep it going. Uh, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. So uh you know, overall impressions. B plus for the rest so far, I'd say. I'll give them that. They barely break a C with pro. So, <laughs> <laughs> More, so I guess it was, yeah, with the new refs, um, I do like them um, with pro. I hope they get what they want. Again, as much as we do complain yeah, for them, course. like there is a lot of money and there's still a lot of like left on the bag because they're like, at the end of the day, it's, they're not making much, you know what I mean? It's not like a crazy, like, oh, a crazy, like they're buying mansions or anything. It's they want a livable willing with good benefits and like rights on what they need to do, you know? So, oh, 100%. As much, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, as much as we want to like clown on them and like their performance and everything, stuff like that, at the end of the day, we still support them in what they're fighting for. Yeah, no, you legitimately, look at two. yeah, yeah, you look at two, you want good refs, you got to offer good money. Plain and simple. Yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They got to work towards something. That's for mm-hmm. not being a temp. That's that. That's for certain. Um, yeah, we clown on them because it's fun to clown on them. I mean, who doesn't like clowning on the referees? But, yeah, we want it to get fixed. It needs to be fixed. This can't last forever. Uh, it won't last forever. Something's got to give. Um even even when they get the better deal, when it's going to happen, you got to realize most of these guys have a second job, an actual day job on top of this, uh, and that that's the reality of it. Where the players, they don't have to deal with the day job. This is their game. This is what they do. But the refs, on the other hand, don't. And it's a weird concept because in other leagues, right, they're paid well enough where this is what you do, um, but ours not yet. Which I get, I understand, but we need to move forward with it. That's for certain. Uh, all right. looks like I've got about nine comments. Um, before we get to the comments, though, Bam, are we going to talk about three stars? We can get right back into it. So we're bringing that back for this year. For uh, thanks to everyone that did vote on Twitter for it. Um, for me, for this game, I'm going to go my one star would be, uh, oh, I'm going to go with Tillman. For one star, my two stars going to be Campos, and my three stars going to be Bogus. Ooh, there we go. Uh, Tony, um, overall performance, best one, I would give it to Campos. Um, he's like again, he is replacing a very valuable player in uh, Chiki, so um, I'll give him the star because he was a very impactful the whole game on the defensive end and offensive end the second i'll go give it to 
I'll go. I'll give it to Bogus because the goal was a goal of the week. So I'll give him the Hiram, and then I'll give it to Tillman because he had to battle back from a funk throughout the first half, and that goal inspired him. Scoring the goal inspired him to come back and play a better game moving forward. There we go. All right, my three stars. Uh, third star, Denny Buanga. Why? None of this happens without his work in this game. I mean, he was everywhere. He was lights out. He's on another level. Um, so I gave him the third star uh, because, honestly, nobody gets open without what he does. Second star, it's got to be the new boy. It's got to be Campos. Uh, he looked great in his role, stepped right into it. It's a Those are, those are big shoes to fill, right, with Chiki going away. And he did just fine. Uh, exactly what we needed from him. And, of course, first star to me is Matty Bogus, who, let's be real, did you expect him to be there in this game? And did you expect him to be that effective in this game? Hell no, right? When you saw the line, you're like, what? And then he, he, he gets goal of the week. Well, if you don't get first star for that, man, come on. He earned it. Uh, there, there's no doubt. Let's see what he does against RSL. There we go. All right, Bam, what's the total scores then? Throwing it at him. Adding it up right now. Uh, give you one quick moment. So from the fans, um, mm-hmm. I, co- I pretty much copied the fans. They went two minutes third, compost second, bogus first. So at the moment, bogus would be in the lead going via my quick stats, bro. Give me two minutes and I'll get that back to you once you've done the black and gold one o'clock. There we go. All right. Want to jump to the back and gold? We could do that. A little out of order, but hey, man, we don't have order here. You already know that. All right, let's throw it over to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club minute. Then we can get everybody's comments and get in the community. All right, so for this week, for very obvious reasons, if you were at the game, you saw there was a certain celebrity. I don't really like calling him a celebrity because dude's more than that. Um, Zach De La Rocha actually did show up for this game, which he has before quietly many times, um, but this time decided to go to... Um, Go to the circus in the corner, man. Uh, go to the madness in the corner. And he decided to uh, get a walk out to us, which has been rare. Um, you know, like we haven't had that often last year. Um, and so he came over and paid a visit to the North End, shaking a lot of hands. I got to say hi to him as well, which was really, really cool. And, of course, for the game itself, we do artwork for the lineup cards every week. And this week it was Aaron Long <laughs> on the Evil Empire uh, Rage cover. That's what it was for the lineup card, which looked pretty darn cool. Um, and if that's the case, cool. We'll play along with that. So we're going to go with um, Evil Empire by Rage Against the Machine for album of the week. You're like, why that one? Well, I don't know. I was in high school at the time. Now that just dated myself. But hey, uh, when that album came out, uh, look, Bulls on Parade, People of the Sun. Come on. It's Rage, guys. Uh, People of the Sun, probably the best song to say when, you know, this game kicked off so there you go but yeah we're gonna go with evil empire 1996 good lord it's a long time ago but there it is our album of the week yes ma'am do you watch it really old uh, i was new. i was nine i wasn't even 10 when that album came out i was nine what year was that? i didn't even buy the album 96 <laughs> you couldn't even buy the album sir sorry <laughs> Tony wasn't born yet, but whatever. No, I'm kidding. 90, 96, I was 9 to 10. Yeah, you guys are yeah, the nine. same age. <laughs> yeah. 
the fact you had to think about that. He's, he's still got a sunburn. Can you tell? No, I'm messing, dude. Uh, but yes, Zach De La Rocha was there, which was totally awesome. Hopefully, he can talk Tom Morello into visiting us too. Um, which that'd be, be sick. Too cool. Right? That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Maybe Mr. Wilk will join them. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yes, rage. Rage at the game. That's just, that's just amazing. So there's that. Album of the week. Um, all right, so let's move on to your comments, guys. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I mean, if you don't have reactions, like I said, I feel bad for you. Uh, so here we go. Who's the first in? Dave makes it on first. Says, hello, LAFC Familia. Jose Bernal in the mix, too. All love to you, sir. Says, hola, just got out of work. Right on time to see you guys. Let's go. I know it's an off night. Wednesday is not our normal night, but hey, we got to do this um dave gomez says we will see david martinez this weekend so i like that you bring this dude up because where we stand we see the warm-ups and it was probably the weirdest warm-up i've ever seen because it's all these little children and then like one veteran um not talking smack but it was it was kind of cool to see these really young highly talented players on our side and he was one of them he was warming up so he looks ready he looks fine uh I wouldn't be surprised if he gets minutes. Not 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 in the slightest. I mean, we're on the road. You're playing RSL, playing our third game of the season. So you can see it happen. Uh, Dave says, I like Campos. He looked very good. Yeah, man, he was very... I'll say this. He plays above his age. Very competent player. No doubt about it. Heady for sure. Uh, Jose Bernal says, Atuesta and Campos, very interesting players. These two are going to make good plays. They are. They are. There's no doubt about that. Black and gold Phil in the mix. Nice to see you on here, sir. Love it. Uh, I also can't wait to see Martinez out there. He's going to do some damage. You know it, right? Let's say we're all. Did you guys see Hugo Lloris in the penalty kick uh, getting nervous when the 32-52 started getting loud? I will tell you this. There's a reason why Hugo Lloris gets nervous on penalty kicks. They're not his jam. They have never been his jam. If you were going to fault the guy, that's the one, right? The numbers aren't great for him in penalty kicks. He tends to go the wrong way. It's a thing. I don't know why. Um, but as a goalkeeper, you never know that moment comes, right? It's on mm-hmm. the shooter to do the job anyway. You're just there to mess it all up for him. So, yeah, numbers-wise, it's never been great for him. So I'm not surprised at all. Um, let's see here. Oh, Araceli's on here. Uh, she says, what a win for opening weekend. Best part is players following the new rules, even though the replacements aren't implementing them. Yeah, they, they're learning. <laughs> it's a lot to learn in a short amount of time, that's for sure, especially when you're doing like co-ed rec league and now you're doing MLS. Um, it's, it's tough. <laughs> uh, Carlos C says, team looked better than I expected, but it still looked like preseason form. Expect to see improvement weekly. Yeah, they're going to build up. and They got to get used to each other. But you gotta like the speed, man. That was that was some quick football. It was nice. Yes, you can get caught playing that way, but it was fun. I was entertained. Uh Carlos C says, wanted to see them play a full strength Seattle squad to really see what this team has for the season. No, they didn't get the chance to because Seattle had some issues. But when you feel them or uh, you know, an over 30 team, these things kind of happen. Um, that's where I think we're gonna catch them too, because okay, they bring these dudes in. Now, that young Argentinian was pretty damn good, I will say. He scored the penalty, but the minute he came in, it kind of changed things. Um, we'll get him. Again, we're building, too. And by the time we get to the summer, there's going to be other faces out there. 
the rivalry continues. It'll be good. <laughs> Carlos, see, does it talk about old? I was in college when that album came out. There we go, sir. Thank you. Now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> it's all right. It's for that, that that music's forever. It doesn't age. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Ray is on here. He says, "Just want to say, new kit. Uh, new kit is even nicer in person, and the sound shirt is somehow even uglier than in photos." <laughs> Dude, the shorts are a trip, aren't they? I just gotta say, they are a trip. I don't. I don't know why everybody's high on them. I, I'm. I'm like, okay, I get the '70s vibe, but the '70s weren't pretty. There was nothing about the '70s color schemes back then were pretty either. They just weren't. But I think they were. They were so awkward. They came to cool, I guess. But yeah, they're a little weird. They're a little weird. <laughs> and Ray also says. Still, man, I'm spending $200 on one shirt. How about spending almost that and you're still waiting for it and shipping? Uh, that's me right now. Thanks, Fanatics. Um, I don't have it yet. Thank you, MLS. Uh, <laughs> get the job done. It wasn't that hard. It's a heat press. Like, what was wrong with you? But there it is. I'm still waiting for the damn shirt. So there it is, man. I, I Yeah, I got to say, like I said, family, five people. Dude, really? 1K later? Yeah, I'm going to complain <laughs> my cheap self so there it is there are comments so far guys add more as you go uh we will catch you guys towards the tail end as well especially after we get into the rsl info because that should be fun of course with an old friend uh entering the fray so good stuff on you guys all right let's clean this up here and move on we've got some community news to cover so i'm going to throw this one over to tony what is going on in the community sir um 3252 membership is finally available um most of you know this helps us you know keep who's in 3252 as well as you know for all uh supporter groups to keep their numbers up and everything like that also helps out when you need to get tickets for carson away days and special swag again this year there are now three tiers uh the the three tiers of course are the first tier is of course the scarf and the pin um, I do like there's a little callback to an old scarf. I wish I had that one, but a nice little callback to a new one. Uh, the next level is a beanie, well, 3252 beanie. So especially when it gets cold, again, not re- not in the meantime, but coming soon. Very, very, very later soon. Uh, there's a nice little beanie. And then the last here is a clear... Um, cross bag fanny pack whichever you like to call it i know it's been the name has changed in the new generation uh, i call it cross bag some people call it a fanny pack but that is a clear 3252 uh bag of course with the new uh rules in bmo stadium no longer how are you allowed to bring anything smaller it's all clear bags except for of course uh medical supplies and a ba- uh, baby diaper bags as well so those are the tiers. It goes from, I believe, 30 to 55 and 65. So remember to sign up when you have the cash and are available. And, you know, remember to A, put your supporter group that you're part of, your name, address. And of course, uh, this is also a good way to, you know, also support the 3252 for the TIFOs. Of- that we have to make and paint wise and materials as well as helping with drum repair and flag repair. 
things get beaten up really quickly in the supporter culture, man. It ain't cheap. Yes, ma'am. Also, if you own a business or you can talk your business into sponsoring too, there's also the 3052 membership business level, which starts at 500. Um, that's also something that you can look into too to help support the 3052. Comes with a beautiful plaque on top of the swag, which is pretty cool, I gotta say. So if you want to sponsor the 3252, which is a nonprofit organization, uh, all numbers included, just look it up. Um, yes, definitely. Uh, they need we need the help, all the help we can get, because it's not cheap, that's for sure. Um, all right. Now there's also some viewing parties going on this weekend, right? Right, Tony? Yes, it's, yes, it is. It's an early one, unfortunately, for here on the on the West Coast, even though it's still on the same side, but it's a really early game. Um, 1130. Uh, how early is it for you, Bam? Or later? 6 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> the next. Yes. The next day for him. Saturday for us. S Sunday for Future Boy over there. Um, so with that being said, we are going to Salt Lake. Uh, and the games will be at 11.30. Doors open at 10.30 for most of these places. So we'll start off, of course, with Black Army at Mount Low Brewing Co. at 150 East Street, Joseph Street, Arcadia, California. Uh, Lucky's will be at Lucky Baldwin's at 17 South Raymond Avenue, uh, Pasadena, California. Empire Boys will be at Rowdy's Brewing Co. at uh, 1002... 6th Street Suite A, Rancho Cucamonga. Crew will be at Angry Horse Brewing at 603 West Whittier Boulevard, Montebello, California. And D9U will be at 4000 West Washington Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. The other one, a TSG, has not posted theirs or that I've seen, but most likely they'll be probably be at Beer Gardens. Uh, we'll post these on our social medias when game day comes or the night before. As well as, speaking of TSG, they did post something that is kind of cool. Uh, there is a fundraiser go uh, going around that they posted to help build homes for families in um, Butch's name. I apologize to my El Salvadorian friends. Uh, uh, Champana, El Salvador. Uh, it is a pretty much um, the help for like $5 to... Five to let's see. This fundraiser is to support the community that is organizing to build homes for themselves there, and the the funds will go towards purchasing uh, materials for roofing for thirty homes for this community. Uh, these are uh, coffee plant workers, domestic workers, and street vendors that are that are lands and housing insecure due to the low and unstable wages they have earned in and the high cost of rent and basic necessities in Salvadors. Uh, let us join in their fights to secure access to homes and lands. Uh, it will be on Sunday from 2.30 to 6.30 at the Art Space HP at 3382 East Florence Avenue, Huntington Beach, California. Um, you know, featuring some uh, Savvy books, uh, poetry, art, and food, and music by G-Funk Treat and Hot Mango. Uh, donations, if you can't make it, Venmo, it will be at uh, Carla-Cavito. Yeah, so there is all our yeah. stuff for Community News. 
There we go. Uh, shout out to TSG and the super original jerseys, by the way. Fascinating, man. They're kind of cool. I got to say, they are cool. Busy? I dig it. I like it. Original. Yes, Tony. Um, Expos, I believe. Thank you, my f- Bam, for Expos. I was like, I always have to go through all the names, and sometimes I forget some people, and I apologize for that. But uh, Expos will be at uh, Disto Cartorce, uh, for at 1837 First Street, Los Angeles, California. Um, you must, this is a good one, you must wear LAFC gear. I know that's a given, but sometimes people don't do that. So you must wear LAFC gear or SG gear. Uh, merch and happy hour. They have a happy hour for 25% off stuff. So there you go. There it is. We love you, Expos. <laughs> <laughs> All hugs, all hugs all around. That's for sure. All right, cool. So we got the watch parties. You know where to go watch the game. I guess it means we got to talk about the game. So let's get right into it, of course. We're heading to RSL. It's an early one. Sounds like very early. We're just, yeah, kind of early. Uh, kickoff 11 a.m. this Saturday. RSL has an 0-1-1 record, one point so far. Both games on the road. Uh, they played against uh, Miami opening day and, and lost in Miami. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. I got to be honest. Very unfortunate that game. And, of course, they got a hard-fought draw in St. Louis where they could have won that thing, honestly. Uh, they did find their legs in that game. Uh, and so that's where that one point after two games and finally getting to play at home. Where we're, of course, one win, three points. Did it in style. So we move on to the next. Uh, of course, there's been some changes to RSL, especially with the coaching staff. Um, kept the head coach, got rid of everybody else. Fascinating. Um, and, of course, a bit of a new look, but not so new look. Uh, they're now, you know, fielding a 4-2-3-1 system. Of course, it is definitely the Chicho Orango show. He is now the captain of the team. He plays like the captain of the team. It is his ship. You can tell that. It's very obvious. And I'm not going to lie, it's rather entertaining. Um, we know they're, they're, they're rivals to us. That's for certain, right, in conference. Uh, but it is nice to see Chicho succeeding. I will say that. He did score in the last game. Um, and I wish him nothing but the best as long as it's not against, well, us. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Uh, but he is the story, right? He is their center forward is in the 4-2-3-1. He is the lone man up front to get the job done, of course. He does get some service from uh, Luga... Luga. Luna on the left, who's also pretty been pretty impressive so far. Uh, Ruiz and Gomez, defensive midfielders. It's uh, Ojeda and Eli. Uh, they also have Vera and Glad as their center backs, with Brody and Hidalgo as their outside backs in the system. Of course, Zach McMath is the man in goal. What would you expect? That is what they felt feel against St. Louis. I'm not anticipating a lot different. Of course, uh, Brian Oviedo, uh, Matt. Crooks, who is actually a very good player, um, came in later in the game. Anderson Julio also made an impact later on in the game. Um, and Fidel Barajas, who might all get time in this game as well. And some might break into the lineup. Uh, we could talk about that too. Uh, but I will say it's a team that's pretty darn well organized, but they have their moments, especially with the outside back, especially with some of the service to Arango where he kind of starves at times. But the dude generates chances. And so it's an interesting lineup to look at. Bam, have you got a good chance to look at RSL so far? 
Um, just a little bit of the highlights. As you said, it is a Chicho show. It's get to Chicho, that's all you gotta do. Um looking ahead though, I gotta be gonna be blue be honest. Don't be surprised if the game gets delayed. Ooh, what's going on with the weather? <laughs> uh so thunderstorms in the morning, top of fifty one, thirty one at night with snow. So I expect there to be a thunderstorm, so be prepared for that. Woohoo. Orange ball. Orange ball. Orange ball. Hoping for orange ball. Um we like snow games. Snow games are cool. For those of you it's heading cool. up there, check you guys out. Um, you're gonna have a fun time. Right, Tony? I guess it's no shirts off Tony for this one if you're heading up there. For any of you guys, it's bundled. Well, well, well you forget. I don't well. I don't think they're even a football team, but you forget people do take off their shirts even though it's snowing. So, but again, they probably have more, more heat and body fat than I do that keeps them warm. So, I will personally not. But you do have coffee power, so you know there's that. Didn't have my horchata last game, so I don't know if I had coffee power. (laughs) Well, you didn't have it. They had the coffee, but they didn't have it. It was a win. Well, Dude, yeah. you <laughs> okay, fine. You can't have it until something goes wrong. So now you just got to find a new tradition. Sorry, man. It's not work. I know. <laughs> I know. I know how it works. I know how traditions <laughs> work. Yeah, you miss with superstitious people. What can you? What can you do? All right. So that's RSL in a nutshell. They can produce. Arango is just wily right now. I gotta say, use it in as form as you can get. Just watch the highlights, man. He's, he's doing his thing. He's gonna be tough for us. Of course, that brings it to us and what we're gonna offer for this match. Again, the weather sounds funky, so get ready for the delays, as Bam says. I hope they play. Sheesh, that's not good. Um, I anticipate it, it's Salt Lake, man. Like they're used to terrible weather anyway, so they'll figure something out. Uh, but yeah, it brings us to our lineup. Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be different? Beautiful thing is we don't have midweek matches, so you don't have to worry about resting people. We also don't have a lot of old men out there, so I really don't have to worry about resting people. This is a younger side now. Um, so is the lineup going to be that much different? Um, I'll go to you, Bam. Uh, defensively speaking, exactly the same, right? No changes? Yeah, I'd go exactly the same. Um, unless a player's picked up a niggle during training during the week, keep it the same yeah i mean Segura's like waiting in the wings right he's ready to get in there uh but you got to build momentum right you got you got to have continuity so yeah no changes there um i don't think anybody disagrees and now let's look at that midfield will it be the same this time i mean if bogus is up top i don't think there's going to be any change so i look to you uh tony your midfield setup is it the same um Believe it's the same. Like I said, it's a week off. There's nothing. There, we don't have no mid-season game, so I don't see why not. Like I, no, nobody limping. Maybe, nobody limping. I don't see a change. Uh, controversial. Maybe we put in one of our, you know, Duenas in there just to get him a, a run real quick. But I know he's mostly been the back. But he, remember, was a midfielder at one point when we used him for a while too. Yeah, I mean, he has the versatility. That's why he's there. And, of course, up top, last match, we had Buanga, Bogus, and uh, what's his name over there on the right wing there? Oh, yeah, Overa. Uh, yeah, I'm messing around with you guys. But, yeah, that was what we had. 
the talk was Ordaz potentially getting in and ended up being Vogus. We did eventually see Ordaz in this game. I, I gotta say, I don't think it's gonna change. I think I think they're very happy with what they saw. Why change it? Of course, the substitutes, if it isn't looking right, you've got three guys like chomping at the bit to get in there. So it, it, it I would anticipate earlier subs than we've seen before in this game. That would make more sense, especially at altitude. Um to, to see a more active uh, approach to the substitutions in this game. I'll say that. Uh, I don't know you guys. What do you guys think? Is it going to be a little bit managed minutes because of the, the altitude? Bam, first. <laughs> it is a chance, but we're such a young side, you know, they can run a lot more. They can take the hit a lot more, so I don't see it being much of an issue. Yeah, options are options. Uh Tony, your thoughts? Who's going to break into the lineup for this one? And we know who we think the starters are going to be, but who's going to get their minutes in this one? Um, I could see Ordas, of course, is the the main the main substitute as well. Uh, Segura, I could see coming in. Maybe Will Martinez Hernandez get his debut or on hell. Hernandez, the new kid, what, Fernandez. Fernandez. I was like, yeah. Fernandez. Like, there's a Hernandez on the team? I was like, oh, God dang it. And we're good. calling Bravos and Hernandez. We're having a good night. I know, right? Fernandez. <laughs> like, yes, Fernandez. Let's do this. Um, maybe um, so. Do you think? Maybe. I believe yeah. so. We could. I could say this is a good, like, not, again, not taking anything away from RSL because, again, still in the season, no, no team has the level of picking order hasn't been really settled of, like, how the team's doing. It's still early enough. But I could still see that, you know what I mean? This is a good a good enough team to we can try it out and see what we need to do moving forward, especially with, again, everyone's waiting for what's going to happen in summer for us, especially because of our two open spots, very important spots that are open. So uh, this is a good chance to like kind of see what's going on. Work it out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it should be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they they cycle this thing out. It will not be an easy game, guys. I'll I'll just leave that right there. RSL, where they're at right now as a side is 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 better than you might think. I know we've had a good run against these guys. I think what last five games. I mean, in truth, we got a one nothing, a four nothing, a three nothing, a two nothing, a four one. Yeah, we've kind of owned these dudes for a little while here. Um, in League's Cup, in MLS, it's been a little rough lately. Uh, but uh, they are better this year. It is a different vibe, uh, that's for sure. Keeping a clean sheet would be a hard ask in this environment, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Bam, requirements for a win in this thing? What do you think we got to do? Anything different than what we saw from the last week? No, like you could turn around and say shut down Chicho, but just play our game. All we can do is play our game, do what we have do, and then just keep pushing. That's all we can really rely on. The death by transition, right? That's the story now. There it is. Uh, Tony, your requirements for a winning? What, what do you need to see from the boys? Um, keep the momentum that we had moving forward, like of oh, this quick decision-making on all ends of the field. Uh, not saying to shut down Chicho because it's not that's not really about shutting him down. It's he, he as we've all seen him firsthand in, in like like in front of our faces, he'll score a goal when he needs to score a goal. It's more of stopping the other players just to distribute to him to get into that position 
to stop for the goals of of course altitude is going to be a big factor in as it always is you know we colorado salt lake there's just so high it's just to get the to keep moving forward but in order to get the win we need Dini to get on the board i want him just to get that kind of the goal already in um I would like Martinez if he does get in to get his goal as well, just to get him on the scoreboard and the Oliveira as well. Just get get our our like our prime stars getting already in season to get the confidence. So moving forward, we can keep keep this momentum. I'm not saying like go undefeated, but just when the games are tough, <laughs> steal a couple of points. Yeah, you're on the road. You know, uh, you, you you take what you can. I'm with you on that. I think that the limiting of, of, of opportunities towards Chicho is going to be the story. It worked for, for Salt Lake to a point. It worked for Miami to a point. Basically, you've got to you got to harass the, the providers, right? So Ruiz, Luna, Gomez, you limit their time on ball. You know, um, you, you limit the chances coming from the back to, to, to target because they're going to target him. That's what they're going to do. And a lot of it comes from the air. So, yeah, the guys are going to be busy dealing with that with that stuff. Um, I will say the last time we played, Mario and and Chicho got into a pretty, pretty good slugfest. You guys remember that? Um, they were beating the crap out of each other last game. It was in- interesting since we know how close they are off the field. Um, that's going to be required again. Um, they're going to have to do that. They have to get rattle him a bit um, for our own sake. So again, get used to the physicality, limit time on ball, you'll get your result. That's how it works. All right, I'm going to throw this actually over to our supporters. Um, They've got some things to add in, so let me jump on there. Let's see what we got from you guys. Okay. Tony Viega says our defense still needs help. They got to get used to each other. That's for certain. And losing a guy like Keeling is a big, a big effect. That's for sure. Uh, Mendo, what's up, fellas? Mendo, uh, Joseph, you're always in the front line. How was that Campos cross? Uh, beautiful. Like, it just it was flawless. Um, yeah, it definitely had the angle there. I guess there's some benefits to, to, to doing setup every game. <laughs> Going in before the stadium's actually open. Um, yeah, <laughs> things we do. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. That's for sure. Um, oh yes, Carlos C. He is out for the year. So Carlos C. said, "Did I hear right? Uh, Lorenzo Del Valle got injured. He got injured. What I heard was like the last training session before opening day. Um, he went down with an injury that's going to cost him the year. So it sucks, man. Uh, I'll just say it just like that. It's terrible. Young kid, promising. Um, it does put us in a situation where we're probably going to need to be looking for some some coverage there." Uh, yeah, it's it stinks. It really does. I feel so bad for him. But yeah, his, his season, from what I understood, is, is done. Um, that's for sure. Uh, Mendo says, "What's the deadline for transfers?" Off the top of my head, I believe it's like we still got a month. Like it's it's, also, it's late for MLS. Uh, we can buy pretty yeah. late in. Yeah, it's a very long. By, by what I found is the primary transfer window shuts Tuesday, April twenty third. Long old time, so that's fine. the The issue is the other leagues and their transfer times. Um, I I would say this: I'm not looking for a big name until after the Euros, and then we'll have fun. Uh, it's just 
one of those things, right? The Euros are here. Things make it interesting. So that's where I'm at. Um, oh, Mendo says, who should be the free kick taker, Bogus or Atuesta? Good uh, situation there, but Bogus kind of acquitted himself well with that shot. So we'll see what happens out of that. Or is it going to be Buanga trying to muscle in? Yes. For me, go for it. Bogus, Bogus takes takes one. He scores. He takes the next one. He misses. Atuesta takes the next one. Keep it rotating. Rochambeau. I call it Rochambeau. Figure it out, boys. You, you score, you stay on. There it is. There it is. Mendo says we're grabbing three points in Utah. I like your optimism, sir. Soccer USA, are we getting a Rage Against the Machine comeback concert? I mean, they've had some appearances, right? At like Coachella and stuff. So I'll see why not. We'll see. Honestly, though, I will say, Zach, I'm not going to speak for the guy, but he's been in the North End before, quietly. He's around. He's a fan of the team before making appearances. Um, he's not the kind of guy these days that, that jumps in for appearances. It's not his vibe. So um, I think it was more of love of club and, and wanted to show up for one. You know, and I think the club want, was kind of asking him. So it's all good, man. I'm happy he did it. <laughs> and I would take a comeback, wouldn't we all? Uh, Mendo says, LSC gets Segura return just to lose another center back. It's tough, but hey, um, Segura looked fine. He will get better as he goes. The man missed what an entire season. And now Devai has got to go through that. So it's rough, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, I like this from Soccer USA. Thank you for bringing that up because I didn't bring it up as I should have earlier. More important, US Open Cup or Leagues Cup? I'll tell you right now, the one that's actually grown up, uh, US Open Cup. It's got the actual history. The history of American soccer is in this tournament. All of the teams from the past have been involved. It it does link soccer history to present. It's one of the few things in this country we have because historically, it's rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall, and just a bunch of failure for U.S. soccer. The one surviving thing, the one thing that sprouts every year and doesn't die off is the Open Cup, and it's been a constant. The only thing that cut it off was 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 COVID, right? That's the one thing. To kill that off to me is insane. And so I will say Open Cup anytime. Leagues Cup is a temporary thing. Do you really think that's going to be here 10, 10 years from now? Let's be real. Do you really think it's going to last? It's going to last to make some dough. But a decade from now? I don't think so, man. Something else will come along. You know how th things work with MLS. This is a come and go tournament. I, I that's the money grab and that's it. Um, I'll I'll go to you, ma'am, and I go heavy with this. But your take? U.S. Open Cup's got more history, and more importance, and take a page out of Tony's book earlier. F the League's Cup. Yeah, I feel the same way this year. I might not even attend. We'll see. Uh, Tony. Um, with. Our short history for MLS, the and you know, everyone I want to say this for Euro snobs in Europe and in general all over the world, this keeps up with everything over a hundred years of, I believe, or um, close to over a hundred years, uh, of actual football in, in, the, in the states. So, I think the importance of US Open Cup to continue on is very important. Leagues Cup can 
of course it's a money grab especially now with you know them pushing the uh golden child of messi all the time and that's why but i'd rather have the u.s open cup leagues cup is could eventually be a cool thing moving forward again but again that's because at the moment leagues cup is money it's that's why it was made it's money for the mexican side is money for the u.s for the u.s side and a little bit of Canadian, but that's because we have a couple teams. Again, still doesn't make sense to me about that one, but uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, you, uh, <laughs> just to just to radiate, I know I've been saying mostly, but I will repeat it again: U.S. Open Cup all the way, all the way. Yeah, w- w- without a doubt. And it's funny how we're we're trying to abandon this thing, and then when you watch in England, Liverpool lost their minds winning that Carabao Cup. Right, and it used to be nobody cared about it, and now all of a sudden, all the domestic cup competitions in England are now valued. FA mm-hmm. Cup's always been there, right? But now the other lesser cups, have you seen it? They're buying into that more than they ever have before, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's fine. Uh, you don't abandon your domestic tournaments. Just it's ridiculous, ridiculous. I'll move on from that. I could go all day, but yeah. Um, save the open cup. And I heard there there's some rumblings about, you know, I guess the seven teams that aren't gonna be connected to CCL or whatever are gonna be required for their A teams. That was the rumor that was ro- flowing around. So that means we'd be in it, right? Um we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope we play for it. Ilya wants us to play in it. You heard the interview, so let's do it. All right, Tony Vegas. I like that. It'll be fun. MLS needs to play in the Copa Libertadores. Could you imagine that challenge? Oof. We ready for that one? That's a tough one. Um, I'm down. <laughs> that would be a, that would be an, a proper education. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm down for anything as long as you don't abandon your own stuff. All good. All good. Um, Mendo, what are your expectations for LAFC this season? Let's see. I'll go out on a limb. Uh, my expectations are to go and try to win everything. Full stop. We have two more DPs coming. We have a strong team already. It will get stronger. We have a an easier schedule than most because we're not locked into all these crazy tournaments. So we get to rest players. My expectation is to go for the go for it all. Why not anything else? Tony? Um, right now. Uh, supporters, uh, the uh, supporter shield, and then once we're in the U.S. Open Cup, if we are the cup, that one that's the last uh, silverware we need in in our domestic trophy case, and then of course MLS Cup. I, it's all the trophies again. It's I've come to with this team that if we don't win a trophy, it's a failed season that and we have to have that mindset we're no longer it's no longer oh we're the new club we we just want to be here we're made the playoffs no it's now it's to to get into the next echelon of a big club it's everything everything or a cup and if it's not then it's a failed season i don't care if we made playoffs or we made the run like yeah losing in the finals is a like to be there is great but winning everything is what our mentality should be Simple. Bam. Win everything. Plan simple. How about League's Cup? Push? 
push like on supporter shield western conference mls cup are a must yeah and then if you can you can steal the league's cup you steal the league's cup um it's a one-month tournament standalone so again i I'm Doesn't saying interfere with anything. I don't, so. I don't say we steal the League's Cup. I say we win the League's Cup. I rather than be like, okay, we have to give your you've made it into Champions League. Or yeah, I'm gonna keep going in Champions League for us. I don't I don't whatever the Champions Cup or whatever it's called. But I want them to be I want them every team to make it to be like, oh, you made it because the LAFC has already won all the cups, and so we need the alternatives to get you guys into it. That's what I want. <laughs> Let the alternates in because LAFC wanted ran the table. I'm good with exactly. that. I'll take a run the table team. That's good stuff. Um, all right, Mendo. I mean, he kind of we just answered it right. Uh, aim for support shield. Yes, yes, no doubt. Uh, Anthony Bermudez says, "Do y'all think Vela resigns? He's back in LA. His locker room hasn't been cleared out yet." I know, and that funny thing to be said. And then Boanga's made. You know, he's chirped. Right, he wants him back. Um. I think he comes back. I don't think he signs for designated. I think we get what we want. Thank you, Mr. Bogush, for that. Um, we get what we want. He becomes the super sub this year. I'm okay with that. Um, we shall see. Um, I think now, seeing what we saw, yeah, he's going to want to be a part of this show. Bam, you think so as well? Um. If he comes back, hopefully it's not for a lot of money. Um, I look at it is I'll have him back, but not for what he's been getting paid recently. No, he's gonna be a pay cut. There's no doubt. There has to be a pay cut. That's the that's the the line in the sand. Without a doubt. He's that that that's where it's at. The numbers aren't right, the numbers aren't right. Pretty simple. Uh, Dave wants all the hardware. <laughs> Tony's also looking at uh, Vela's super sub. Mr. Bermuda says, if you look on the LSC roster, Vela's on the roster somehow. Yeah, they're kind of lazy with that, right? Um, Dave wants him at the right price point, and Mendo goes, League's Cup we play at Vancouver. God, we hate playing at Vancouver. Um, and Tijuana at BMO. That's what it looks like, yeah. Cholo's match could be interesting. I know they're struggling, but still. It will bring the fans. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like a hop, skip, and jump with them. Like for more yeah. supporters, it's like it's a what four hour drive, six hour drive with traffic. So that would be a fun, a fun, a fun like game to watch and see. I just and if you know we travel to there, it's again six hour, four hour drive to Tijuana. Dude, it's two and a half for me. Got the 15, man. <laughs> I live in the valley. It's a little bit longer for me. <laughs> I know. For you, it's far. For me, bam, it takes about a whole day. <laughs> yeah, bam, bam, Bam's going to fly here. That's it. Hey, a game in TJ, dude, that's an experience. But I know we don't get those. We don't get those. Because mm -hmm. League's Cup doesn't play over there. They play over here. Been in, been in TJ once. That's all you need. <laughs> I'll, I'll 16. That tends to be when people go. But yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Um, we'll let that go. <laughs> um, Miguel Jacobo says, if Vela came back, he's about to be 2019. Ah, we're not ever going to see nah, that. That, that was, that was uh, special. Elder statesman Vela that understands his, his role at the club would be lovely. Um, 
the skill set's still there, guys. Speed ain't, skill set is. Uh, he could still do magic, we know that. Again, we love the guy, man. He put us on the map. Got an MLS Cup, all that stuff. It's our first big signing. Yeah, we want to see him back. There's no doubt. But again, you can't hurt the club in the process and, and put yourself in a situation that prevents your competitive edge, you know. Um, we need we need everything. We need. Uh, there we go. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you for the comments. You guys are amazing always and forever. We're at that stage. Time to close this bad boy out again. Thank you, everybody, for all that you've done for us, supporting us throughout all of this. 334 episodes later, it's all good things. So I will go to you boys for your final thoughts. And this time I get to start with Bam. He knew it was coming to him. So, Bam, final thoughts, sir. Uh, final thoughts. Um, obviously, it's an early kickoff game this weekend. If you're thinking what can I do Saturday night with no LFC in town, have a look around. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Fox Sports over there. But at 6.30 p.m. and at 8.30 p.m., you have two NRL games playing in Las Vegas. So four teams from Australia have flown over to Las Vegas to play some of the rugby league. The 6.30 game, you got the Manly Sea Eagles versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And the 8.30 game, you got the Sydney Roosters versus the Brisbane Broncos. So you're going to see a bunch of NFL-sized guys running each other with no pads, no helmets, and can only throw the ball backwards, recommend try and watch it. Um, for those, that are, tra- for those <laughs> that are traveling to Utah, stay safe, stay warm. Don't come back with a cold. Don't come back with anything like that. Just keep know. yourself yep, keep yourself warm and all that. For those that are going to watch parties, reach out to – go enjoy yourselves. Reach out to a long-lost mate that you haven't talked to in a while. Say, hey, you want to go out and have a drink? Remember, it's okay to not be okay. Conversations can save a life. Your mental health is important, and other people's mental health is important. Reach out to each other and have fun. There it is. And I must ask, what is a rabbit, though? <laughs> a rabbit. I still, what is it? A rabbit. It's a, a small rabbit. With fangs or what? Rabbit. No, just a small rabbit. The weirdest name wow. Okay. They, What's yeah, the toe part, wearing... man? Uh, a toe? It's weird. It's mine. weird. Is it full? Oh, let's have a look. For a team that's been I'll let you go since... on that. I just got yeah, 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 yeah. It's so odd, man. It's it's all right. It's all right. I didn't, I didn't pick on you. All right. Final words, sir. Final thoughts from Tony. Uh, final thoughts, of course, is as I read it with Bam, check on your mates, make sure you're good. Uh, mental health is important. Uh, you know, struggling with a lot of things, no matter what it is, it's always good to reach out to someone. You are never alone. Even when you think you are, you, there are always people there for you. And, you know, just, you know, hang out with them. Of course, uh, if you're going to the watch parties, have fun. If you're going to RSL, drink responsibly because it is high altitude. It hits you a little bit harder and we don't need anybody getting into trouble up there. Um, for people still here uh, on March 3rd, if you are able to make it, there's a nice double header for our women's soccer uh, gold cup at BMO. It's the U S women versus I believe Colombia or, or no, sorry, Ecuador. Apologies. Uh, Ecuador. Um, let's back up the flag. Right. I am. 
Um, and then, of course, and then of course, uh, Mexico is playing that same day as well. So, um, and then the day before, uh, you can see the Brazil Argentina match, as well as Canada uh, playing that same day. So, uh, Bima will be pa- will be jumping, especially because of the Gold- Women's World Cup. Uh, uh, and uh, again, surprising. I'm just say this surprise win and loss for the surprise for Mexico beating the U.S. and the U.S. losing because I know it's a transitional period, but still, what the hell happened? Women's football is 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 leveling out, man. Um, teams are rising up. It's it's healthy for the sport to be more competitive, dude. Right? I. Something had to give eventually. Yeah. Congrats to Mexico on the win. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's the trend, it's the growing trend in women's and women's soccer is is leagues are going better across the world and financially better. And I mean if you watch League of MX, the or you know, the women's league in Mexico, it's expanding and then getting more competitive, and this should happen. This should happen. It should be more competitive. So it's good. It's good for the sport, let's be honest. All right, I guess it's my turn for my final thoughts as I rant and rant and rant. Um, again, I am thankful for all of you. Um, it was great to see the community once again in the North End. Um, thanks for checking in with me, guys. I had a lot of people come up to me that 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 support the show and support the North End, and it's always fun having conversations with all of you guys. Um, the community aspect was real, and that was nice to see again. Can't wait to get back out there again. I wish this match was at home too, because we don't want to stay away too for too long. Um, but yeah, yeah, good times. That's for sure. Let's hope for better times as we move forward in, in another another adventure. So again, hats off to you guys for doing what you do best. Uh Tifo looks proper. That was fun. Um, so good we had to do it a second time. <laughs> that was funny, but yeah, it is what it is. So good on you guys. All right. So that's it. Final word, boys. Bam. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. For listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.